When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where today we will not be talking about cricket. We will be talking instead about the man, the myth, the legend, the ex-all-format Indian captain, Virat Kohli, who this week shocked the cricket world by stepping down uh, from his last job as um, as test captain. I am Jack Hope, and to go over all of this, uh, I, will, I will be talking with Nakul Pandey. Nakul, how are you getting on? Good, thank you, Jack. I've just about readjusted my body clock to the time zone of the country I'm actually living in after uh, after the ashes. Yeah, the, it's, the, ma- uh, the mashes, I should say. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a struggle. I mean, fortunately, England because because they lost in in such quick time. Um, there are actually fewer days that you had to sort of reverse jet lag yourself for. So I think the, you know silver linings if you are an England fan. Um, before we get into that, Nacko, where, where can people find you? We always we tend to do this at the end, but let's let's mix it up. Where can people find you, and, 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 and what are you up to? So that so that we start with that. Yeah, um, the main place to find me is on Twitter at knucklempande, uh, also knucklepande.com. And I've got a podcast series which I started late last year called Cricket Inside the Story with Knuckle Pande. The latest episode dropped today, actually, where I talked to Kasim Sheikh about the racism inquiry in Scottish cricket. And you can find that uh, at the website or on iTunes and Spotify and lots of other podcast places. Good stuff. I'll, I'll put a link to that in, in the show notes. Um, the Cricket Podcast, you can find us on Twitter as well, at The Cricket Pod, uh, and Patreon. We've got a whole revamped Patreon site at the moment, so patreon.com forward slash The Cricket Pod. Go, go and take a look there, and if, if you like what you see, support us. Um, now, well, let's let's jump right in to uh, the Virat Kohli um, situation, and, I, and I'm going to ask first up, uh, what was your what was your initial reaction to 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 how things unfolded because to me it it came a little bit like a bolt from the blue yeah my initial reaction was oh um i think that was almost literally my initial reaction when i saw the news while trying to do some other work and 
it, it did come as a surprise. And I, my initial tweet that I put out said it said as much. But at the same time, the more you stop to think about it, it it wasn't it wasn't unforeseeable. Being being a captain of any international team is is not a is not generally a long term gig. And Virat Kohli has now been have been test captain for just over seven years. Two of them in a pandemic. There are a few potential candidates to replace him. He's got some time left just as a player, and his own personal form hasn't been quite at the high standards that he has set himself. Uh, and there's been an awful lot of some of the talk that can get overwhelming in Indian cricket had started to to crank up again. When actually it had been largely absent for most of his his tenure because the BCCI didn't really have powerful figures in its own in its own ranks it didn't even have official office holders for large parts of his his captaincy tenure and doing it at the at the end of a of the, sort of the end of the series but the start of another year in a, in a sense where there's still plenty of time in this world test championship cycle it it felt like Dirac Coley wanted to kind of refresh his own career a little bit so it, it it's always a a surprise in the sense that it hadn't been widely leaked uh, and it hadn't been particularly discussed there isn't a ready made well there are lots of potential successors there's no there's no confirmed successor yet as often happens there wasn't a smooth transfer of power in in that sense but 7 years at the at the head of a test team and any test team particularly one with all of the external pressures of of india is is a pretty good stint yeah, it certainly is. Uh, we'll, we'll get onto his legacy and some of the successes in a bit. Uh, what, what I'm interested in, and Max sort of um, prompted this question a little bit. Um, sometimes, as, a, as an outsider looking in, um, the the top of Indian cricket, the leadership positions in Indian cricket can um, change around a little bit like a series of Game of Thrones. Um, it, 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 people come and go, people rise and fall. And Max basically asked, did he jump before he was pushed? Had the era of Virat Kohli uh, and his power and his dominance over some of those power structures, had that ebbed away? Or, or are you of the opinion, as you sort of articulated a little bit there, that actually maybe this is a, was, uh, as he said, a personal decision and um, the burdens of captaincy over seven years, two of which are in a bubble, may have been a bigger factor? I think that is the bigger factor. I suspect that i'm one of very few who holds that opinion if my twitter timeline and some <laughs> of the pieces around the retirement have been anything to go by because that while i don't subscribe to it it is important that to to state that that he jumped before he was pushed by sort of gangali or jay shah or or whoever at, at the bcci is has become a very prevalent view and there was a piece even on the bbc um written by one of uh wisdom's india editors that Virat Kohli had been cornered in and had no other choice. I, I'm i not sure that Virat Kohli is going to let himself be dictated to in any meaningful way by by the BCCI president. In, 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 certainly not in the sense of doing anything that he, that he didn't want to do. Who knows whether it accelerated a decision he was already going, going to make. But I... I think that the the presidency of Saurav Ganguly is largely bluster and has been from the from the start. You, you can read this 
when you, when you start talking about um about the internal politics of the BCCI, it doesn't somehow so much sound like Game of Thrones as sort of conspiracy theories and tinfoil hattery, <laughs> but but it is it is well established that that Saurav Ganguly from the outset was put in place by the by those close to Srinivasan and Srinivasan the ex BCCI president and briefly um, president of the ICC before his uh, downfall. He had wanted to stand again, but that wasn't going to happen. He wanted to put forward another candidate. Initially, that didn't happen, and then sort of Ganguly emerges as a as a compromise candidate. Um, it's very similar to there are some specials of the thick of it in between season two and three, where uh, called Spinners and Losers. Uh, one of them, one of them's called, and it's about this all the sort of the backdoor machinations of of how uh, a prime minister that nobody particularly expected comes into comes into play. Um, or yes, minister, if you're if you're if you prefer your British political satire a bit less sweary, and and that a lot of that was going on. And before he's appointed, he comes out with all this um, bluster about you know reestablishing India's primacy and reestablishing India's dominance over the ICC, and he's put forward a lot of stuff, a lot of which hasn't happened, frankly, um, in terms I... of another tournament, in terms of getting an extra share of of the revenue, and he he is a very useful front person for um for kind of the old entrenched the old guard of of indian of indian cricket but he doesn't actually have as much power as he would like to uh to project and one thing that virat kohli has shown himself to be is very secure in his own judgment over the last few years increasingly so actually um in the the very sort of angry image of him that you see on field is increasingly not reflected in his off-field decision making in his off-field demeanor i i suspect that he had been thinking about this a little bit that he had decided that this was a a good time to go anyway that he had he had taken perhaps the team as far as as he could and he's taken it a very very long way not solely but he's been at the helm through the most successful period in india's men's test history and i think that Frankly, to paint this as some sort of Gangali Jay Shah, Jay Shah is the uh, is the secretary of the BCCI and is very closely connected to the to the Modi regime and is a, an overtly political figure. His his father is the is the home minister of uh, uh, of India and is a close Narendra Modi ally. I think to paint it as a victory for those two is frankly taking away a lot of Virat Kohli's agency, and and I think that is that it, that is a shame, and I think those who i think too many people have been willing to buy that narrative without really examining it too closely can i ask a really simple question here uh, you talk about jay shaw you talked about ganguly um why why would they not want Kohli to stay on um you, you also talked about how virat Kohli is probably by a distance india's most successful test captain ever um has really established them uh as the the team to beat consistently over the last four years um why why would you not want such a competent strong uh, and effective leader to, to to remain in place the theories that have been put around is precisely because he's a strong particularly a strong um leader the 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 theory goes that he's not easily bossed around that he will very much do his own thing um, that with a new coach coming in who is not as confrontational and bombastic as Ravi Shastri was uh, with his own form not 
not by any means awful, but not at the stellar heights that it was. He's not as um, he's not as untouchable, perhaps as he as he once was, and that there is a desire from administrative level to present themselves as the people running Indian cricket rather than Virat Kohli as the person who's running Indian cricket, which to a large extent he was, um, at least in terms of uh, the public perception through through most of his captaincy tenure. Remember that the before sort of Ganguly's election, the BCCI didn't have any permanent office holders for a long time. It had a, a Supreme Court appointed panel um, who were some some respected figures but were not particularly well known publicly outside of people who go who go really inside baseball or inside inside cricket administration as it were on on you know who's in charge and and, and all of this stuff Virat Kohli obviously as a, a very charismatic and successful figure became the became the face and everything of Indian cricket kind of in a seamless way from MS Dhoni who had who had been that for for a very long time so that I think so the the theory goes and there may be some credence to this and maybe some this may explain why this narrative has become so dominant so quickly uh, there may be some some personal power politicking going on um but I don't I do not personally subscribe to nor do I particularly wish to subscribe to the view uh that the that the administrators are quite so all powerful and quite so able to pull all of the strings all of the time as they would have us and and the and the public and world cricket believe it may uh, and i am indebted to anindra dutta uh guerrilla cricket colleagues of ours and and author and writer that virat kohli may have reached a point where he didn't want to put up with their nonsense any longer and didn't want to be the person putting up with their nonsense any longer which may be which may be the case i suspect we'll never know because virat kohli doesn't strike me as the type to write a or to feel the need to write a tell-all autobiography at some point. A good one. Far, it, potentially. <laughs> okay. um, I mean, he seems far too secure in himself to bother with any of that nonsense. Um, but um, So we may, we may never know uh, the, the, the full story on that, but you couldn't necessarily blame him for wanting to be, to be done with all of that, all of that stuff as well as, as well as playing. But I, I prefer to, to ascribe more agency to him than has been ascribed in, in most of the public um, dissection of his resignation, now, um, now, now that he is done, now I, I guess there are two questions, or, or two, two, two immediate questions that don't relate to to the captaincy position, uh, and and I suppose taking a wider view, relate more to to where he sits within the history of Indian cricket and within the history of, of the game. Um, so first of all, will will India do you think? miss him as a leader in test cricket um and and secondly what do you think his legacy will be as captain um of that of that team over the last seven years i mean yes they they will although this is a difficult one to to judge they, they will miss a captain of his quality and his ability uh and and his um and his his soundness in his own judgment but the team is in a different place now than when he took over so the the different the different captains maybe a different captain now is will be more successful with building on the work that he's done not having to establish so much of it from from first principles as he as he was having to do when frankly the structures are in place to such an extent that 
the the sort of great man theory of captaincy doesn't need to apply quite so much as it did when he took over when there was a need for some energy to be brought into the Indian test team and you hear these words about Virat Kohli all this all the time energy and intensity and a lot of it is a substitute for actual analysis but but there's no doubt that he renewed India's focus on 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 test cricket and he coincided with and influenced in some way that is clearly present but difficult to quantify the rise of the fast bowling attack which gave him so many extra weapons that frankly no India test captain had ever had before attack attacks that could take 20 wickets in all conditions um the the five bowler strategy which is something he was a big uh, fan of helped in that um some more in large part more neutral pitches very not very much not the pitches that we saw when England toured uh, late early last year but neutral pitches that could keep the fast bowlers in the game um from 2016 to 2020 um the Indian fast bowlers and Indian spinners took more or less the same number of wickets in home tests with the fast bowlers doing it at a slightly better average um so there's no doubt he had a, he had more tools to work with and he had structures that were being able to bring through new players uh ready to come into the team the, you had this pathway partly established by Rahul Dravid the 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 now uh, Indian head coach of the Ranji trophy of the under 19s feeding into the Ranji trophy feeding into the A team which meant that when players came in to a spot they had done so by battering down the door with inarguable performances, largely, um, and were ready to succeed in in Test cricket, which meant that even though Virat Kohli was a pretty trigger-happy captain selector for the first half of his Test captaincy, whoever came in would perform. And now, actually, India have become very, very settled um, as a result of some of the work that was done under his his tenure. Um, His legacy will be as the captain who brought through fast bowlers as a as a significant and sustained force in indian indian men's test cricket um and as the captain who made india start winning away consistently to the point that losing 2-1 in a very close fought series to south africa um was seen as a disappointment was seen as yeah uh, india were seen as favorites going into that series which i don't think they've ever been going into a series in in south africa not even in 2018 um, when it was seen as that Johannesburg win at the end of the 2018 series was start was seen as you know the start of something the start of a potential period of dominance you know that was seen as a turning point um the the loss just recently um when you know a more sober analysis says that it was a very close series decided on very fine margins and a couple of outstanding performances from South Africa um you know it's been paid to some sort of failure for for India and, and that's I think again probably looked at from a from a greater distance Virat Kohli will probably see that as some kind of achievement, and it's very possible to see that as an achievement that he's reframed the paradigm of of what India are capable of away from away from home, um, and he will be he will be viewed as a transformative captain. Um, probably a lot of stuff that he was only tangentially part of will be ascribed to him. Probably a lot of the stuff he actually did will be forgotten about, or because no one will ever say anything because you know the days of players writing tell-all autobiographies or needing to is is largely done um and so we'll be relying on little tidbits here and there or or, you know a captain has this selection or goes and talks says this to this player or has this conversation with the analyst and who knows however much that actually plays plays a factor but he was 
always looking to try and try and win games rather than save them. Uh, he was always picking his teams in in that way. He always backed up his players in public. He he pushed the the agenda of uh, Indian players being uh, being fitter and more aggressive in their cricket. Not aggressive necessarily in their in their body language in the in the in the same way of of you know that was sometimes described as sort of Ganguly or that was that has been talked about with some some of the less successful Australian teams, but in a um, in a sense that when India were on top, they were all over you. I was there on the last day at Lords, and you know we didn't know at the time in the stands what he had what he had said, but there was an almost visible intensity to everything that was happening, and they they suffocated England. And the same thing happened at the Oval. Even in his absence, the the system was able to uh, to carry on, um, and that uh, that ability to to be always looking to win games was was seen when Ajinko Dahane took over in, in Australia on the most recent victory. Um, and creating a system that can survive you is a pretty good mark of of, of leadership. Um, so he, he will be, you know, I think possibly a while ago, but certainly through, through the last couple of years, he is India's greatest ever men's test captain. And I don't think it's that close. Yeah, I, I'd 100% agree with that. I, I think the 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 intensity or the, i think the ability really for india or that india have now to win away from home and to win in conditions that um were previously seen as very challenging um is is that transformation and i think that will be the legacy as much as anything else regardless of the fact that he, you know didn't win an icc trophy and all of that nonsense i mean a lot of those are sort of one-off matches that yeah and, that and, and, white, and a white ball and, cricket as a captain he'll be remembered as a as a good captain, uh, MS Dhoni will st- will take the the edge because of the because of the ICC trophy wins, and that's fine. Um, that that's absolutely fine. And there was a little bit of some of the probably the the biggest sort of tactical change that India made over the over the period that Virat Kohli was one day international captain of the move from finger spin to wrist spin didn't quite work and ended up being slightly reversed. Um, but India were a very successful limited overs team under him and slowly became a more aggressive one uh, as well with the bat um, from a very sort of um, steady as she goes, uh, tick, 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 late boom approach that was starting to change under him as as, as white ball captain. And I'm sure that will that will in- increase as as well. But, you know, taken in totality, um, I don't think there are too many. I think really only MS Thony... Ajit Vardhika briefly in Test cricket for his wins in West Indies and England in the, in, the, in 1971. Couple Dave obviously will always be remembered for the World Cup win. The Nawab of Pataudi for various sort of leadership intangibles, which are which are talked about a lot. I, I mean, I can't really judge any more than than the reports I've I've heard. And and you know, sort of Ganguly in the mix somewhere, but not. I think a lot of his his legacy has been a lot of sort of Ganguly's legacy is a little ill deserved. Or, or not as um, it's it wasn't as good as people remember it. I I think um, and a lot of um, uh, and and my and but but yeah, Coley and in Coley and Dhoni, India have been blessed with two genuinely great captains, and I think Coley is the greater. Yeah, um, the question that everyone will be asking now, um, now that he's gone, um, which makes him sound like he's dead. He's not dead. He was playing today. He got fifty. Uh, is where where India go next? 
Um, it looked, well, I mean, like in, in white ball cricket, Rohit Sharma has, has taken on the mantle. So he is definitely a front runner. Um, Rishabh Pant, as the, the kind of project captain, has captivated or captured some people's imagination. Jasper Brummer looked like he or sounded like he was on, on manoeuvres this week when he said he'd, he'd, he'd be honoured to take on the role. Um, is there is there a front runner, do you think, at this point in time? The popular front runner, as far as I can tell, is Rohit Sharma, um, because he's been vice captain and because he's captain in, in all formats. He is two years older than than Virat Kohli, so it would be a more short term option. Maybe not, you know, maybe two three years. I mean, he's you know he's a specialist batter, um, and he's possibly playing now as he as certainly in Test cricket, he's playing as well as he ever has done. Um, his white ball ceiling is is ridiculously high, so maybe not there quite quite so much um and maybe he goes through the next tournament cycle and then somebody else takes over um kl rahul as the younger option um and as a as a perhaps a more temperamentally similar captain to to rahul dravid the the coach um someone who's seen as very analytical someone who's firmly established in in his place in in all formats Richard Punt, actually, of those, is the captain with the the most uh, Red Bull captaincy experience. When he was 18, he captained Delhi to the Runji Trophy final um, when he was really still establishing himself as a player. He's done quite well with the Delhi Capitals. Uh, who, you know, Test captaincy and, and T20 captaincy are very, very different beasts. Um, I would not be surprised if Richard Punt ends up as vice-captain to whoever... Uh, whoever takes it on. Jasprit Boomer was an interesting one. I mean, he's he's got no captaincy experience, but he's obviously a very a very clever bowler, and he is somebody who's grown increasingly in in confidence. I would be interested to see that. My, if it were up to me, which it very much isn't, I would go with KL Rahul captain and Rishabh Pant as vice captain, if only because I think a longer term option might be the better way to go. And Rohit Sharma does have an injury record, which means that. He might not be around all the time, and so you may end up with a lot of um, some some games where he has to be a has to be a stopgap. And if he ends up as Test captain, presumably that means he wouldn't play as much limited overs cricket, thus making his appointment as limited overs captain with two World Cups in the different formats within six months a little bit of an odd one. Um, the the consensus from people quote unquote in the know hasn't really settled down yet. Um, so probably most people in the opinion poll would say Rohit Sharma. I wouldn't be terribly surprised. I personally would go with KL Rahul with Rishabh Pant as his deputy. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, King Legend, I'm sure he'd like that that um, that appointment. Um, we have got a couple of questions on Twitter, but really briefly, I'd like to touch on the, the white ball series that India are playing now. In fact, they lost today um, to South Africa. Rassi van der Dussen with the uh, century. It, it, you know, sometimes I see these bilateral series, Knuckle, and, and I do think, what is the point? Is there a point to this, to this cricket, uh, uh, and what joy should I be taking from it? Uh, Rossi van der Dussen played a beautiful innings today, as, as uh, in a more supportive capacity did Temba Bavuma. Um, uh, van der Dussen's late acceleration was, was really, really um, impressive. Uh, and their their partnership when in, when uh, South Africa were in a bit of a hole was, was a lot of fun. They, these one day internationals are not part of the ODI Super League, um, thus robbing them of even more context. But you know we're not we're actually let we're about a year out from the next one day international World Cup, 
Um, so there is there are selection issues to to potentially work out or tactical issues to to work out. A lot of talk was made. A lot was made of with Rohit Sharma injured for this series. K. L. Rahul opening rather than being in the middle order. Rutharaj Gaikwad not being given a chance, which I would have liked to have seen him him given a chance for the whole for the whole series. If the plan is is Rahul in the middle order and Rohit the plus plus one. Shikhar Dhawan batted really well today. I don't know how much more you need to know about Shikhar Dhawan. You know, you know that you can slot him in at any point if there's an injury or or some availability crisis, and he'll do fine and he'll do well. He's he's pretty self-starting in that sense. I would have liked to have seen Rutharaj Gaikwad given a go. Venkatesh Ayer uh, on one international debut, kind of auditioning to replace Hardik Pandya, who's been injury prone and and lacking form, didn't actually get a bowl and didn't score any runs, but it's his first game. Uh, South Africa, I think there's a more interesting. They they went with Aidan Markram to bowl five overs up up top, um, delaying the introduction of Lungi Ngidi. And I think possibly Ngidi and Andile Pekhakwayo bowled really well in the middle overs, broke a stand uh, with um, when Virat Kohli and Shikhar Dhawan had looked like they were cruising it. Uh, Shreyas Ayer and Rishabh Pant were batting quite well. But uh, Ngidi and Andile Pekhakwayo bowled extremely well through the middle. And I wonder if that might be with Khaisar Abad arrested for this series, Anik Nokia injured. I wonder if the plan might be to use Ngidi as kind of like a Liam Plunkett uh, or Hassan Ali, kind of a middle-overs enforcer with Rabada and, and, and Nokia top and tailing with um, with Tavares Shamsi in the middle as, as well. Um, so it'll be interested to see if that does develop. And if that is a tactical plan that they're going to go to, even though it looked a bit weird that Aidan Markram was bowling the first five overs, he did take a wicket. He got KL Rahul out and it, it kind of worked, but it could easily have gone... Uh, have gone wrong so there's little bits of kind of casting ahead potentially um the game was um South Africa played pretty well they they batted quite well um did I thought they'd left a few out there but um but they kept taking wickets in the middle overs to to leave India a long way short and it was only that close because of Shadur Thakur uh, smashing his first one day international 50 um Maybe from you can draw more lessons from the series as a whole if you're looking for sort of tactical trends, which I think is the the main thing to be to be looking for. But you know, Paul looks like a lovely place to watch cricket, and I'm sure it was a nice day out for the broadcasters and the players. Good wine there as well, um, apparently. Two questions from Twitter, really briefly. So if we can get through these in a, in a minute or so, that'd be great. Uh, Europa asks or says, uh, Cody's performance is good. Making hundreds isn't everything. I read somewhere five fifties in his last six ODIs. What do you guys think the reason? is for him not scoring tons is everything is it everything happening around him i think there's a couple of things going on here one um it's a long time since the last century but in that time there has been a pandemic um which knocked out some matches um also india went on this or have been on a run in test cricket anyway playing on some pretty average surfaces going back to the beginning of 2021 um, the, the three of the four pitches for the England series weren't fantastic. Then, a, then four tests in, in in England or five tests in England, including the World Test Championship series, is always going to be pretty tough. Even if you are Virat Kohli, I mean, it, it's it's many many you know players um, come to England and and have poor series. And then he's gone to South Africa, played two tests there, uh, again on some pretty dubious surfaces. 
Um, 250 was a, was a pretty good se- uh, score across that series. So there's a little bit of noise in there. There's probably a little bit of a, a, a decline, but, but he's pretty decent. And, I think, and uh, I as Europa says, it hundreds is, aren't everything. I think some of it is statistical. Not all of it is statistical noise because um, that, funny. Being, that, that, being, that being kind of flashing at balls very, very wide outside of stump thing has re-emerged. Although he did make a technical change during the South Africa series to try and sort that, and it did look like it was working for a while. His innings in the third test in the uh, was a beauty in uh, in the first innings, uh, and he batted in a very disciplined manner in the second. And he's made some, he's scored some absolutely lovely, um, some, some lovely 50s, which sounds a ridiculous thing to say, but he's actually, he's batted at times as well as he ever has. His 70-odd his in the first innings at, the, at Adelaide, uh, before he got run out by Adinkir uh was an absolute ripper of an innings. He, and he looked like he was going to bat all day in in that innings. Um, you know, he he batted extremely well in uh, in Chennai in the first Test match against England. A couple of very good knocks in the World Test Championship final and in the England series. And I was looking at the numbers today um, that his rate of fifties per innings or innings per fifty has barely changed up until that 100 and since then. So not all of it is statistical noise. Some of it is statistical noise. And the longer it goes on, obviously the bigger it becomes um, a thing. Although he, he seems to be batting with some freedom. And yeah, someone's going to get it at some point fairly yeah, abs- soon. Absolutely. And uh, to finish this off, FPL Barat says, how long will Coley to c- continue to play? It would be odd for Coley to continue with the same passion if the captain is more passive in nature. Um, and is it even possible for him to be a quiet bystander in the team? Well, I don't think he's going to be a quiet bystander. I, I think he'll be, um, you know, pretty pretty involved. I mean, when Donny stepped down, he was still used as a font of knowledge by by Coley himself. And I would imagine Coley will play that role for the for the next guy, whoever that is. Um, how long do you do you see him continuing to play though, um, Knuckle? Leaving the captaincy could end up prolonging his career by a couple of years. He's 33 and he's a specialist batter who doesn't have any significant fitness issues. You know, we could easily get another four years out of out of Virat Kohli. Um, you know, we've seen batters go on into their late 30s, even even their early 40s. And I'm not saying he will go on for that long because he's a very, um, you know, he's a very physically intense um, fielder. So there might be a little bit of damage that goes on there. But he keeps himself in phenomenal shape. Um there's no reason why we couldn't see another four years of 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 Virat Kohli, and potentially he could have a late career flowering, like uh, like say Kumar Sangakkara did, who had a phenomenal last few years of his Test career, or, or Tendulkar in 2010, just before the end of his Test Test career. I think that in terms of his passion, as it were, I think that's pretty. I think if he ever got to the point where he wasn't interested in in playing, he'd stop playing. Um, I don't think that he would want to do anything on the cricket field, anything less than 100% or 120% to use his inflationary uh, <laughs> language that he used in his in his resignation statement. And yeah, you'd be you'd have to be an idiot not to to use him or you know let's say let's say Kale Rahul takes over as as captain, you'd have to be pretty stupid not to go to Rohit Sharma or not to go to Virat Kohli with with a little with some ideas. Whether that's on the field, whether that's off the field, whether it's an informal uh, capacity, um, like M- MS Dhoni, when he was, you know, used to captain bowlers through spells. Um, sometimes when he was behind the stumps, I mean, you're 
we won't always see as much of it. And and this is the thing, you know, the the Coley cam that was a feature of every game that he he played in uh, was, including some games when he wasn't captain, um, was, was a significant feature. You know, I don't know that KL Rahul or Rohit Sharma are as demonstrative to the point that, uh, or as they don't quite have that level of status that a TV director will be filming their every move, and so we'll get that that we don't we won't get that level of visibility that we saw with Virat Kohli. You know, it probably looked like he was a lot more active than he actually was compared to most captains, um, because we just saw it all the time. Um, I'm sure he'll be um, he'll be loud and vocal, and he'll give his advice when it's when it's when it's asked for, um, and. Like every team with with senior players, he'll be part of a leadership group. Um, we don't know who the next captain is, so it, it's hard to make a judgment on their on their on their leadership style. But anyone's going to look quiet next to next to Virat Kohli's on field presence. So I think a lot of people are worrying about things that haven't happened yet. Right. Um, we're going to wrap up the Kohli cast now. Um, thank you very much for coming on, Knuckle. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. We are on Twitter and Instagram at The Cricket Pod. And you can head over to our Patreon if you like the show and you want to support us. Patreon.com forward slash The Cricket Pod for bonus shows, Q&As, uh, and, and access to our Discord, uh, among other things. Um, cheerio, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.